listening to Boku No Stop, an anime podcast that has a 94% compatibility rate with comedy. I'm your host, Sybil Arnett, and with me is... Mad Marcus. I'm Garrett. Chris. And today we're talking about Code Geass, episodes 3 and 4. Content warnings for today's batch include pretty gnarly on-screen gun violence and murder, and really, we should just say every episode this season will probably involve ethnic cleansing on some level. Also, That's teenage probably nudity. More moral, moral content warning for reforming the police from the inside. Also, yeah, I got a lot to say about that one. <laughs> that was that was one of those like ooh ooh. I'm gonna join the was... army to change the army. Perfect. Yeah, we'll see how uh, that yeah, works out. Notoriously changeable uh, <laughs> institution, <laughs> the army. <laughs> I I can make some guesses on how well that goes given the theming of this show. But we start <laughs> off with episode three, The False Classmate, which is a dumb fucking title since neither person is a false classmate. They both legally enrolled? Huh. Well, maybe it's <laughs> well, like it's false school. due to like the character act that is put up that I'm pretty sure immediately gets dropped in the future. But then which one of them is false? Well, I mean, it's still it's still technically Callan because like it's the she's she's half Japanese. It's Nuttily. She doesn't even go to classes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm just going to say that it's Nuttily. That's fair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She can't even tell if a teacher enters the room. We find that out at the end. The worst, the worst grade in art class. <laughs> that turns out that uh, she's getting the same 50-50 split as everyone else, throwing a dartboard with her guesses. This painting sounds loud. <laughs> Just having her stare at a TV with unworking eyes was the weirdest thing that we kept coming yeah, back yeah, to. Yeah, 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 I yeah, thought yeah. she was holding her radio. No, it was a little pocket TV because it was illuminating her. Look, huh. no, that was oh, just no, no, I thought it was a radio, radio too. Also a radio. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, someone take this they away don't from got me. Those from... braille TVs, it's fine. All right, new content warning for ableism. <laughs> <laughs> We're still early. It counts. We start with no dialogue but radio chatter from the Britannian forces. Uh, they're all griping about letting the Elevens live. It, it will never not feel good to hear the Elevens. Uh, even though it's a very strange uh, slur, um, I think it. I think it. I think you meant to say that differently than the way you did, because what you said it was never. It will never not feel good to hear that. Wait, uh, yeah, it never feels good to hear it. It'll never not feel weird to hear. Is what I meant to meant to say. Thank you for the correction, or else that would have been really. That's, that's out here reading Yuri just to know what the enemy's up to. <laughs> uh shit but you know anyway nobody can think of a way to disobey a direct order from royalty so they're you know putting their guns down and walking away as Callan makes her way to safety uh she's she's trying to blend in with the crowd uh you know even though she's more than just a crowd member in this case this is stupid Uh, to me because of something i realized during these episodes All the Resistance members wear an identical headband, which you'd think would get them picked out at some point. No, I think it's just a couple of them, because I think it's, uh, like, Callan wears, like, her brother's headband. Yeah, they're from the hidden village of Gorillas. They They all have that purple magenta headband. 
she looks really weird in episode four because mm. until the event, she's not wearing it. So she just has excess forehead. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that one guy no one likes doesn't wear one, but I don't know his name enough Four, to, yeah. to point she, it out. She's wearing what's-his-name's jacket in no. this shot, too, for some reason. I'm not sure why. Which, Probably to cover up way, the fact that she's, you know, in a flight suit. Also, it has a big yellow Star of David on it, and that makes me uncomfortable. For yeah, Oki's, like... Oki's jacket having the star was another thing that I caught this time out. I, I noticed it last episode, but we didn't talk about it. I'm just like, I don't know if that I don't know why that's there. Who's excited to see all these character designs just hanging out and talking instead of being in action? Uh, not me. <laughs> that's true. There, there's there's very little giant robots in my giant robot show. They look pretty good at action, but when they're just doing school stuff, it looks so bad. It uh, looks like Clamp. Uh. I apologize because one person is going to have to read a way I describe a certain scene with how these designs interact. Uh, have fun. Yeah, that's fine. I just read whatever the notes say. I don't even look ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true. It's true. We have evidence it's of this. Backfired many times. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, anyway, so the guards are slowly realizing, like, wait, oh fuck, there's nobody watching the prince. That's probably. Fine, right? Maybe? And then we hard cut to Lelouch uh, still pointing the gun at his uh, half-brother. Yeah, so Clovis is trying to, to do the thing when, you know, someone has a gun to your face and you do the polite small talk. Like, oh, long-lost brother, I'm glad you're here holding a gun at my head. Etc, etc. Princes kneel before you. <laughs> uh, Lelouch is not having it, though. Um, saying this seems more like politics to him. The kind of politics that got his mother killed. Speaking of that, we get a hard cut to a lovely place just being <laughs> riddled with machine gun fire and discover that Lelouch's mother, a common-born woman who was still taken as a consort, was assassinated for being too common. This is so fucking funny. It is so over the top to be comical. It, it well, it, it also like. Mm, mm, mm. Did they say that, that it was what was motivating it? I didn't catch that at all. He says that there's, you know, she was a consort, but also she was looked down on because she was common born. And they, you kind of intuit this is probably why someone would try to have her assassinated rather than other folks. Right. But this is also That's important strange. later. I, I needed to remember if something was said here and it wasn't. So uh, this will come back later. Okay. Um, you know what it is? It's over the top to the degree of being like the beginning of Battle Tendency when they shoot up that restaurant. <laughs> this is a this is how RoboCop dies. This is how they kill Murphy. Because <laughs> we see her on the ground atop Nunnally, which is presumably why Nunnally can't walk. It just I'm guessing a stray caught her. And uh, yeah, no, mom is mom is hamburger meat. In retrospect, it was really dumb of me to assume she was in a wheelchair so she didn't trip down the stairs, and that doesn't help with that at all. <laughs> Thank you oh. for saving me from the worst blind take on the episode, Chris. No problem. So, so Lelouch was there, uh, saw his mother die protecting his sister, and never bought that it was quote-unquote terrorists. So he uh, geeses Clovis and asks and asks who does this. Geeses? Geeses? 
unsure how we should pluralize that or I'm gonna be honest, I don't think there is any single way that it is All that matters is Yeah, all that matters is we say it a different way every time. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Magic (laughs) eye power. (laughs) Greenlock. Uh, it turns out it was indeed some royal bullshit, um, but Clovis wasn't involved. But the second prince, uh, Snizel, or Snizel, or whatever the fuck his name is. Schneisel. Snizel. And second princess, uh, Cornelia, um, were at the heart of it. If anyone has Schneisel the answers... sounds very British, huh? <laughs> Come on! Come on! <laughs> like, I, I you might just call it Schnitzel, right? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what are we doing here? Look, we don't know how much of the European continent the Britannians have conquered. All well, of I it. think we did see at the beginning. I think it's all of it. All of it. We see yeah, that I every think it's all of it and America. Actually. I actually have been skipping past that intro because it saves me two minutes on notes every week. Oh, I, I love do that. this show for having an extended opening and ending. Does it have an extended opening? I never, like, timed it to figure it out. It's, like, it's two minutes mm. to 2.30 every time if there's That's a wild. But, recap. I mean, but, like, flow's a bop, so, like, I can't skip it. Again, I can't skip it because I would have to get the remote when I'm laying on the couch. So I just look. It I, look, it's a it's a better <laughs> knockoff Eureka Seven than the Eureka oh, Seven opening. I will okay. I will put this okay. down. You know what? You know what sucks though. Big fuck to you, Funimation, for instead of going to the next episode, trying to show me the bonus content that I'm not paying for, and then making me click to go to the next episode. Fuck you. Interesting. On Crunchy, it just runs from one to the next. Yeah, on Crunchy, it just runs yeah, one like from the other. With, it's interviews wow. with the voice actor they try to put in between, which is like extra content oh. to own a digital copy of the show for. I don't imagine even paying the... money for this. Why? Hmm. I don't see that. I'm paying for Funimation. Weird. It might well, be actually... because I fucked up a bunch of stuff by removing a ton of elements from the page with a uh, uBlock origin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I'm watching it on my iPad on the app. So, oh yeah, well, you watch it. It doesn't do that on the TV, but it does that on the computer. Ah, I was on the computer. I didn't have that, but again, crunchy. I had to now look what the dubcast was like, and now is I it understand. On Crunchyroll? It is on Crunchyroll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crunchyroll the does the thing dumb now, thing. Man. Sorry, sorry. I'm mixing it up with Lane. I had to sign up the Funimation for Lane. Look, the the shitty thing about Crunchyroll is like for any amount of dubs they have, they'll split it up as a separate season instead of just like yeah. having audio tracks. Oh. Oh, if you want chaos, go look at how the <sighs> Pop Hulu. Team Epic seasons are set up. Oh, the what? Pop Team Epic. Oh, those, oh, are, those probably are awful. Weird. Oh, yeah. They're weird. Because they also have the rebroadcast versions too. Of course they do. <laughs> And well, I was so does. confused when I watched that the first time. I'm like, why is it the same episode, but different somehow? Or like with the voices being different. That's strange. But it's almost exactly the same. Anyway. No, no, no. They reran the entire first season with a couple of different jokes and a new opening. That's also Wild. up. Wait, there's there's a separate set? Yeah. Jesus, fuck. Because they why? do have different content. Ah, uh, it's not worth it. What they do on Hulu uh, is if you look it up, there'll be 782 episodes of Naruto because they yes, up an yes. entirely <laughs> different episode. But also they skip the every other one, so it's really fucked up when you look at like what you've watched and try to figure out where you are. Very annoying. Well, they do the same thing on Crunchy. It's half smart because it puts it up in sub and dub, and if you watch one in sub, it'll take you to the next one in sub. But they also, yes. Do that. Oh, I know. Oh, no. <laughs> 
yeah, at one point that sucked. That was how I watched uh, the premiere of some of the Sailor Moon dubs. Oof, oof, oof. Yep. That's rough. Released from the spell, Clovis pleads from his life, saying that no matter what those two did, Clovis and Lelouch are brothers. Mother be damned. Lelouch adds the extra cruelty of lowering the gun for a moment, saying, It's true, and then shoves it right in his face, saying, But you can't change the world without getting your hands dirty, and then we cut away from him being executed. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly, Lelouch is nodding off in student council meetings the next day, and the show does a complete 180, and we're now just in a high school drama series, which looks extremely bad because of the characters. Yep, we're just a regular Uh clamp show now. Yep. Yep. This immediately slides into uh, a lot when the lady president, Millie, begins openly ogling and ranking uh, Shirley, the lady who is into Lelouch and is mad he doesn't answer the phone, (laughs) saying, I've seen you in the women's lockers and you're filling out nicely. The top and the bottom. (laughs) Yup. That's a lot. (laughs) Just some open sexual harassment to really introduce this character. I'm glad I watched this on Tuesday and then watched it again this morning in case I forgot stuff and got to see that twice. Yeah, yeah. Um, This is a series where I have to rewind for notes, so there's a couple of these moments that's just real great on a rewatch. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. The other thing is, they still aren't throwing out names for some of these characters, so I have to start googling around Code Geass cast lists and text, and looking for, is this the guy? Is this the guy? Based on Mm. descriptions. It's fun. The council disbands for the day, and as a few of the students walk past another room, we hear a bunch of people gathered around a television. The news have finally made mention of the Shinjuku cleansing, covering it up as a poison gas attack and cordoning off the district. Only Lelouch knows that Clovis is dead, and none of the media is mentioning his absence. Thinking back on doing the deed sends him off to the men's room to vomit, But then he begins wondering, why would they hide this? Is it to prevent anarchy? I wonder what this means they'll do when it inevitably comes out. We get a brief interlude. Uh, There's a limousine, which is being inspected by guards and allowed to go through into a secured area. Inside of it, there are two nobles, a man and a woman that we've seen before. Uh, The man, Jeremiah, uh, does does he have blue hair? Is that, is this blue hair? It's a teal. Teal something? Yeah. Yeah. he uh, he says that uh, in a space of a day, General Bartley, who is the the portly fellow that we ragged on last episode, is like, well, I said we ragged on the show for it. We didn't rag on him specifically for the record, just to clarify. Yeah. Uh, so it, like, oh, man, he fucked up so bad that he allowed this new terrorist to overturn all of their security, get into their comms and then just, you know, as a cherry on top, come in and kill one of their princes. Uh, he's not too unhappy with this, though, because if anything, he sees this assassination as an opportunity because Bartley could be made a scapegoat. And the woman here who is I, she's like, they made her really sexy. Uh, <laughs> like she, She's definitely got like femme fatale vibes. Matt is into Twi'leks because that's what this woman looks like with that hair of hers. A little bit. Yeah, what this is, is um, this is Velita. You didn't have okay. the name here, so. It still hasn't come up. Look, I'm just glad there's an adult woman in this show, as opposed to all just. There's technically multiple. That's true. Uh, There's the 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 girl who's the assistant, uh, whose name I also forget. There's also more than just those two as well. 
Yeah. A big, big cast here. Uh, thankfully, they're not all teenagers. I'm like, it is funny going back to other shows and be like, wow, not everyone here is 15. Whereas like shows today is like everybody is between ages 14 and 17. And it's weird. You know what series fixes that? Trails. Does it? Yeah, there's a variety of people who are around in different ages. Like, oh, I just assumed they were all 15 and in like school military. That's only one game. You mean like one You're series of, of Valkyria games. Chronicles? No, I could yeah, basically, Cold Steel is Valkyria Chronicles, but everyone else is like real different. Well, I was going to say like, uh, like what's the closest one I can think of? Oh yeah, that that I've actually played, which is a uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which has a range of like twelve to twenty-one. Uh, <laughs> oh, <God>. Still, well, <laughs> at least, look, at least it's the best Fire Emblem game. <laughs> yeah, That's probably rude. right. We call those Langrissers. <laughs> If you want a good Fire Emblem, you want Langrisser. <laughs> Did you date anybody in that one? I prefer to never think about them again. <laughs> I'm just saying if you want a non-horny one that actually has political war campaigns, it's Langrisser. I can't believe you're going to do Shining Force dirty like that. When's the last time Shining Force existed? When's the last time Langrisser was relevant aside from the remake? They still have a mobile like game out that gets grasser. content and is converting all the old games into it. That's fine. fine. Huh. You win. Huh. Anyway. Sick, actually. Anyway. I should download uh, that. Uh, Jeremiah's sidekick, whose name is not in, in here. I don't know if we have her name yet. Lady. Uh, we literally just said it. <laughs> That's we, true. We, her name's Lady? No, it's... um. Valita, I'll put it in recording. Oh, right, right, yeah. I'm so it's glad you like didn't Violet. ask me what Violetta. it was, because I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I think it's Violetta, right? Something like yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, so, she thinks uh, they can... They th <laughs> she thinks that they could use the void uh, that is created by uh, this situation to move something forward, but he silences her and says, there's still a crowd to be wooed before we move. Uh, then we hard cut uh, back at school where Lelouch rejoins the student body and then an off-screen voice goes, Callan, it's been ages. Um, Lelouch immediately recognizes her as the rebel from the other day, even with her dressed up all prim and proper rather than uh, animate out to the gills in her pilot suit. Um, whatever her deal is, the students uh, all make mention that she's barely attended class the entire semester. <laughs> extracurricular activities is what she's yeah. been up to <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. terrorism uh-huh uh, a few people <laughs> she's part of the pay... terrorism club don't you know <laughs> yeah it's basically what the student Look, council club is that's not part of the curriculum it's fine uh, they actually say she's too infirm for club so i think she would be too infirm for terrorism club too that's true <laughs> well that's a cover <laughs> <laughs> they do like a thing where like they draw her like slightly different in the school when she's like trying to put up like this kind of weak facade mm -hmm. she she, she slouches like, a lot more and is just kind of staring blankly yeah it's like yeah the like the blank stare just like really changes like the face expression where it gives off a different kind of vibe i suppose she's yeah, very, it turns out when your demure. head is a thumb you shouldn't leave the eyes just empty because then it gives a whole different look what no way a few people take Lelouch's stun reaction as the "you got a crush" and tease him. Um, we get a back. We get a bit of her backstory. Daughter of a rich family. Um, the cover story for her absences is that she's chronically ill. Despite poor attendance, she's near the top of any class she takes. 
um, there is a comedy scene where a bee comes around and she or her friends are eating lunch and she has to sluggishly stumble away from everyone. And then in she... the worst animation you've ever seen. Yeah, it's, it's not great. Bad. Oh, it's bad. It's it's like when they lift the roof off an Ava, they just kind of like highlight and drag. <laughs> I still remember that. I, I would never forget that scene. Uh, she then proceeds to drop the act behind a bush and then karate chops the bee in half, which is not the only thing she will karate chop in half. <laughs> but the the, the so funny good. thing is that the, the bee falls into like three pieces. Like its head comes and its abdomen come off. It's real it silly. Was, it was just that yeah, fast. She cut it in thirds. Look like it wasn't even a clean cut. It was messy. Honestly, we think she's really cool, but we don't know that that was actually the Callan of Bees. Uh, what? No. No! That's not the implication. That can't be the implication. <laughs> but don't say, but oops, the bee was a Lelouch plan. That can't be true. It probably wait, wait, isn't, Chris. but it's but Chris, stupidly Chris, convenient, if not. She does say, what? how did the bee get here? Fuck! Dude, bees listen to loyalty. Don't haven't you watched uh, <laughs> Jupiter Ascending? He, no, but I like now I'm a king. Now I'm sad we didn't get the scene where he eye powers a bee. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. In my brain, that's absolutely what happens. He just stares a compound eye uh, down and uses the thing. I, I just want to see the insect eye with like the little logo around, like inside of each one of the little gaps in, no, the, in like, the eye. There's like eighty of the little red rings in there. It's so yeah, funny. exactly. <laughs> That'd be incredible. So. He saw her just massacring this bee and goes, yep, this is the pilot. All pilots do this. Uh, <laughs> one, one guess later, he asks her for answers. Yes, that was her yesterday. She's a terrorist because she's Japanese by birth and only half Britannian. But he trips up. After releasing her, he immediately goes, oh, wait, I got to cover my tracks and tries to eyebrow her a second time to force her silence on Shinjuku. And she goes, what the hell do you mean, Shinjuku? He's like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. And now he's, uh, <laughs> Callan stops playing Koi and goes, look, buddy, what the fuck made you ask me this? He goes, go to class. And she's like, after you answer me, I love his response being, why don't you go to class now? <laughs> it's going to take you a lot longer to walk there than it will me. You should get started. I'm not going to take that bait. There's a lot of bait <laughs> I've been ignoring. Uh, an interjection from Shirley gets him off the hook as the next period begins, but he realizes he now has a loose end and a limit to his abilities. Elsewhere, we finally get the introduction of the blind blonde girl Lady Nunnally, Lelouch's younger sister. She is left in the care She's of a... She's after how important she is. <laughs> Pretty much. She's basically used for comedy by being blind so far. It's real weird. Uh, very strange. You can't say it's weird or that's what we did at the beginning of a podcast. Okay, but there's a difference between us riffing a little and an entire scene being her reacting to all that's going on by just being in the background going, what's happening? What's that sound? What happened? It's real weird. I, I respect that her eyes are closed because they weren't confident in their ability to do this correctly, which makes it really goofy. Imagine the version of this where she's got the sunglasses on the whole time. It would oh, be a very like different some Roy vibe. Orbison shades? Fuck yeah. Uh -huh. Honestly, my concern is 
what happens if they try drawing her with the same blank stare as Callan when she's in, like, uh, mm. student mode? Mm-hmm. And that would just be a real unfortunate implication. <laughs> just can't, can't wake up vibes. Uh, yeah, she she's left in the care of a Japanese-born maid, Sayoko. We'll see her a few times. Oh, <laughs> you have no idea. Nunnally is not perturbed by the fact that Lelouch is coming home late again for a second night in the row. This time he promised to make her dinner, you see. So, good thing he just arrived. We immediately cut away rather than let these animators try to make these mutant characters eat food on camera. Oh, God. <laughs> Else elsewhere, General Bartley is explaining to his staff that their research division is being shuttered after yesterday's debacle. Other than working for the Britannians and doing these experiments, he seems like a good dude because he is telling all of his team he's used what pull he still has left to move them to Narita, he's keeping as many of them together as he can, and he wants to get them safely put up before his head rolls for the whole we-left-the-prince-alone-to-die move. I thought about it and how they would have to eat is the elbow would have to go above the shoulder to get an angle down because of how long their arms are. So they make one attempt to show this and it's a really clever hiding. I actually call it out in the notes in a second. I Okay, I love perfect. It. As this speech to his men goes on, we see a lot of documents and photos scroll by with the machines they put the green haired girl through and a very old sepia photo of her running away from what looks like a Zeppelin crash? Yep. Yeah, she did the Hindenburg. Yep, kind of owns. <laughs> we cut back to the Lelouch not only dinner, and as we've teased before, uh, we show as little visible eating as possible, with the only on-screen bit being a spoon hiding someone's mouth. Uh, it's real silly. Good cheat. Uh-huh. So... It can be inferred that Nunnally's blindness is psychological, not physical, because Lelouch says uh, the day will come again when you can see, because this is not a fi- science fiction show. And uh, that'll be the day that the world is for her wish a gentler place. That, that's a joke, Chris. He's mocking okay. my note saying that clearly her blindness is psychological if it can be cured. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired, okay? <laughs> I accidentally got spoiled that it's psychological looking up names. That's why I know that. That's okay, fair, fair enough. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so we also learned that uh, the Lamperouge, is that how we probably That's the last name, yeah, Lamperouge. Lamperouge. The identity the two royals are hiding under is uh, supported by the student council's president's family, the Ashfords. And this residence they are put up in is on campus. We, we learned that it's also the student council building later. Yeah. What? Okay. They just uh, eat at the banquet table every day. To yeah, be fair, yeah, we're yeah. also going to find out the student council room is a former ballroom? Well, no, it was designed that way so they could put on ballrooms. Because that's something that student councils do. There are a lot of animes with blind sisters as a motivation, now that I think about it. That's Joey Wheeler's whole deal. Really? Huh. Yeah! Yeah, until the end of Battle City. I've never watched a Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, then we just forget about her. Wait, that's not true. She comes back to be a thirst trap later. Not not true. (laughs) But I'm still confused about this identity thing, because Lelouch is, if I understand, Japanese 
pretending to be a royal who's also pretending to be this Lamperouge person. I think he's pretending to be... What, is he Japanese? No, he, he is Lamperouge. That is like his royalty thing. But he is pretending to be a different royal attending the school. But he's also Japanese. Um, if he is, right? it's only half by birth. Okay. Because yeah. he is the son of the emperor? The king. King? Okay. Okay, yeah, because I just remember from the very beginning of the show that that was like he's hanging out with the other dude and it's like pre-war and then the war happens and then bad times for him. And so I thought like, we find a little bit about that later. He was still openly a higher class individual because we mm. find out Suzuku was the son of the prime minister. That's why they were hanging out. Correct. Oh, oh, so like, yeah. So they were two spoiled little rich shits. That, okay, that connects it to, for me, because for a while, from the beginning of the show, I'm just like, so he's a Japanese guy pretending to be Britannian, pretending to be a different Britannian. I mean, this is starting to sound like tropical thunder shit. He was born in Britannia. He is in exile. Mm -hmm. That's why they're using the Lamperouge name. Correct. Yeah, he is the 11th prince to the Britannian Empire. And rising rapidly. Just enough so you can kill one every other episode. Great. Uh, so I think we've heard 17 mentioned as a number of princes so far. He's got a lot of work to do. He's only got, what, 26 episodes? Oh, well, there's two seasons. I don't seasons. even have Excuse that much me. space in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, finally... And something that will definitely never put him into awkward territory, uh, not only makes Lelouch swear a promise, uh, a pinky promise, to swallow a thousand needles if he ever lies to her. And he internally says that he'll always be straight with her. He, I mean, he oh, yep. also says like, yep. he also says that I'm totally going to be eating some needles, yo. <laughs> I hope it becomes plot important that her eyes are always closed and he can't mind power her. It, it does, uh, actually. Probably. Yeah, I, I would forget. I was like. I think I think that's season two shenanigans, right? though. So we won't. No. Like, couldn't, he, couldn't he just do like one of these things, like you know, just open up her eye and do it, and then like, <laughs> like, go, like, like go No, I, I think um, I think she has to be able to process the image. So so the blindness would technically not really? allow that to happen. Well, I get. I mean, who knows how this power works? I mean, you could just be following the neurons, right? I absolutely believe. That it has to be eye-to-eye visual contact if things like a mask or a TV screen or a camera will block it. Yeah, <laughs> the little eye thing later the, in the mask, it's so funny. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that does mean you could fuck him up on a Zoom call, though. Yes. <laughs> also, I do love that my note of I expect Chris and Garrett are cracking up right now was right. I don't it know just, what I was supposed to be laughing at. Just that he'll never lie to his sibling. Oh, yeah, whatever. Look, It's just all no, just no. like, oh, season two shenanigans go here. Oh, okay. It, I'm kind of surprised that none of that's coming up in the first one. They highlight it so much it feels like it would be, oh, no, I'm in a corner, but I can't lie to my sister. Yeah. What if I told I, you I just, they were just throwing a lot of things at the wall here, buddy? <laughs> also oh, true. you need the show that turned into a fucking teen comedy for an episode doesn't have its head on straight i i just love the implication here that pinky swearing is a distinctly japanese thing and it's not like something you do That's in true. other places they say she learned it from the nurse 
Yeah. I would rather have a needle in my eye than swallow a thousand needles. Let's be real. That was way, way grosser to me. I'd go I down on Cactuar. <laughs> so anyway, uh, there's a brief scene. Jumbo Cactuar or regular Cactuar? <laughs> <laughs> one of the, is it one of the Moon Sabo Tenders? Let me get you a picture of Moon Sabo Tender. Garrett, you can read. Okay. There's a brief scene uh, where Lelouch uses his power on a professor to cheat on the next exam and then test to find out, A, um, if he can still do the magic eye power, he can. B, he can only use it on a person once, also true. And then Callan is on, like, her radio phone thing on the rooftop. Um, the cell leader, um, Ogie, is like, stay put, you're, you're safest of all of us right now. Um, but then she thinks back on Lelouch earlier and goes, wait, 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 wait. Was that that weird guy that told me how to, how to terrorism good? Following that, there's a scene in class where Lelouch is called to recite a passage. Um, Callan begins watching him with a pencil case mirror. Um, both of them are now clearly aware that they're onto each other and think, well, first chance we get, we gotta murder each other. And then we have a short interlude. Bartley is inside an armored vehicle, nightmare frames surrounding the transport. We see that inside is a flag-draped coffin. He's been assigned to guard the prince's body for transport. Why would you assign this guy to guard the prince again? <laughs> what else is going to happen to his body he at this point? can't fuck it up a second time, I guess? That's not true! Terrace would love to have the ex the murdered royal's body. You could hang that up in so many places. I mean, the uh, funny thing is, if you cut it up we first. find out the terrorists don't even know and get mad about this later. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Class is over. Helouche walks over to Callan in front of all her and his friends and goes, Hey, can I talk to you in private? And her response is, sure, I was wondering what you were going to ask. And everyone is scandalized. Back at the motorcade, every single nightmare frame has been disabled and a new model is pitting the armored truck down. And then we do the rip off the roof that looks real bad. Uh, it turns out that this is Jeremiah and he's making a move, if not the move, calling Bartley a traitor and a failure, unfit to watch the prince's body anymore. And Jeremiah's frame just rips the lid off and runs away. Well, we don't run away. We cut away. I expected he was going to, like, pick the coffin up and start carrying it over his shoulder. But no, we don't show anything to resolve this scene. Yeah. It would have been really funny just to see a nightmare frame skating down the street with a flag-draped coffin on its shoulder. That'd be sick. <sighs> People would have been happier about the end of Vietnam if that happened. I know, right? Just imagine if we had, like, roller rink girls bring the boys back home off the helicopters. Oof. <laughs> 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 ah, so... The boys are back in town plays in the background. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> ah, so, Lelouch and Callan have convened in the student council room, which, as we mentioned, doubles as a ballroom. The two of them confirm... They can be alone here? Nobody will interrupt? Absolutely not. Cue about a minute of every single member of the student council being in already or entering the room unnoticed by both of them. It's really weird how this show began 110% dramatic and action-oriented, and now we're taking half an episode to go, School hijinks! We're a comedy! Mm-hmm. None of them? None of them looked? There are three people in this room already before they showed up. He, why couldn't he just go to the part where, like, he lives and not the part where everyone gathers? 
that does seem smarter. But uh-huh. he probably also didn't want her to know that he lived on campus because if this goes wrong. But then he tells her anyway. <laughs> yeah, later. <laughs> hey, hop in my shower, why don't you? But yeah, uh, apparently all of this, including Millie showing up with a full spread of snacks and food, is because the headmaster, Millie's grandfather, decided to just add Colin to the student council roster because she's too infirm to perform other club activities, direct quote. Sure. We finally get names for the rest of them at this point. The bike boy toy from last episode is Rivals, which is a leet speak <laughs> joker ass name. And the twin-tailed shy nerd we introduced this episode is Nina. So the scene turns into a full farce after Nunnally brings in a bunch of cupcakes. First, she has to ask Shirley to help her put them uh, anywhere but her lap. Uh, Thank God she didn't, like, like bump into a table or something and, like, spill them all. Uh, So then Rivals... I'm not going to... With the fucking Z. Unbelievable. I Uh, checked spelling! I... I, yeah, I know. It's revol- just... Revolves? It's like Revolves Revolves. or whatever? Oh, okay, because it's spelled like he's a fucking gamer tag. <laughs> it probably is his gamer tag, let's be real. Uh, Revolves, Revolves, pulls out a bottle of champagne from his ass, and uh, they're like, he's like, hey, let's celebrate and get drunk, and Shirley's like, we can't drink, we're teenagers. And they start fighting over the bottle. He then passes it off to Lelouch, who also fumbles and then gets tackled by Shirley, but the cork dislodges just enough to fly directly at Khaled's face, where she breaks character again and swats it like it's a bee, and uh, she loses her dignity when the uh, stream of uh, champagne soaks her like it's piss, because it has the arc of piss and not champagne, which is bubbly. (laughs) It looks really weird. It reminds me of that image that's been going around of like you know beer dripping uh, drawn by somebody who's only drawn cum before. <laughs> ah, yes. Big, which has got around like a week ago. So yeah, she's uh, uh, completely soaked, and uh, all of this is punctuated with someone handing Nunnally a glass of orange juice as she goes, "What happened? What was that?" Like I was almost expecting the the cork to go at her. <laughs> It doesn't go there. Probably less funny if it happens that way. Just a little bit. Then you'd probably have someone come in and swat it away, because obviously if it hit her in the face, that would be... That'd be too much. I don't know what's too much for this show. We opened with straight up deciding to genocide a sector of people. Mm -hmm. And it won't be the only time. Probably not. Um, you can so tell they're not people because their name they're referred to as a number. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You're gonna say that in front of Matt. <laughs> I actually just saw pain on Chris's face as he realized the bear trap he's so into. funny. Here, check out my tattoo. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Your ancient forty-seven tattoo doesn't count, Matt. <laughs> So, so Carrot looks so uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm just here for the ride, <laughs> not to say anything ever. You got one kid's glove recording, and now it's over. <laughs> um, so Lelouch was dispatched to get Colin a change of clothing, while Colin is led to a ja- uh, to a shower. 
This, of course, means that the two of them can now have an open, unwatched conversation on both sides of the shower curtain, where one of them is naked and wet. Spoilers, it's Lelouch. If only. (laughs) It'd be better. (laughs) Okay, this show has the worst, we're trying to be a show for teens, but also there are boobs, and that from the side view, there are nipples, but they're just flesh-covered, which is the worst possible choice. Oh, yeah. This scene is like... Also, like, fine until, like, the very end, where they're just like, oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, she does turn to the camera fully and fully exposes herself for, like, a second or two. And then they cut away. Well, there's that part. Well, we'll get to the other part as well. Uh, so as he turns, she asks if um, she if he can hand her a small coin purse nearby on the counter, which he does, um, and makes it easy for her to just grab his wrist well, it's because he's trying to keep his back to her so he's not peeping. Right. And that means he shoves his hand through the curtain and she just grabs it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then she begins grilling him about the other day and it is revealed that the pouch is a knife. <laughs> so silly. And as she asks <laughs> for answers, the phone begins ringing and Lelouch, still playing it cool, says he has to answer it. Otherwise, someone's going to come in after them. Yeah, because it's not like uh, somebody else that isn't him is in the shower. <laughs> right. You know, calling the shower phone. Which, by exactly. the way, did y'all have a phone in your bathrooms growing up? Because I did. did what? You really? No. Uh-huh. I, this came up on another podcast. Uh, yeah, I, This was another Boku no, no stop. Surprise, uh, though. There was, there was one in, in the master bedroom. Or sorry, in the master bathroom. Uh that my parents had and then there was one in one of the powder rooms downstairs why so did case, they want to take calls while they were shitting i think the idea was you gotta... you'd, you'd answer and say hey i'll call you back and then you, you finish your business and call them back no That's i'm sorry fair. if there's anything i've learned from doing business in the modern day it is that you do that and you do not break character and that is a power move to see if yeah. someone is going to in any way respond to the noises coming out of your body I have definitely done raid callouts while taking a shit. I have absolutely taken business calls and just completely dead-faced responded to someone growing more and more uncomfortable as they tried to think about what they were learning. Well, that's what you'd get for answering on Zoom. Uh, so anyway, um, Lush then shoves the like the old ass styled phone through the shower, and he's like, "They're asking for you." Also, it is very reasonable for him to say someone's going to come because I assume this is after the party, so they're <laughs> expecting him to be there because he lives the, there. The party hasn't happened yet because they just doused her with champagne before the party started. Mm, I think he could live with that. You get. You can live with that. I'm sorry, Matt. We're not all so precious about it. You can live with some champagne. It's fine. I've absolutely <laughs> finished a party after having beer spilled on me. I mean, That's so right. have I. I mean, I didn't have a choice because I was at a. <laughs> I was waiting to drive like two hours back to campus <laughs> because I was at a VCU party. I had a beer thrown on me. It was very weird. Sets down the knife. Takes the phone, which opens the curtain with the cord, and the man from the battlefield is on the line, which is clearly Lelouch just doing the voice, but hey. Uh, shout out to how he could do the I'm wearing a mask voice before he gets the mask also. Really impressive. Mm-hmm. 
He tells her to head to the roof of the Tokyo Observation Tower tomorrow at 1600 hours, and she just yells, How did you get that ceasefire? And the call disconnects. And Lelouch goes, Wow, ceasefire, you know some dangerous people, huh? And then she's on the back foot, and he goes, You must play an online game, I guess. <laughs> Like, yes. are they what? fucking chrome hounds? Like, what game could you do a ceasefire in? Oh, it's probably still battalion. <laughs> like, yeah, I wonder, I wonder if you could try that move and hell that lucid if it would work. Colin has to backtrack heavily going, oh, yeah, you know, uh, it's because I've been indoors all semester. And then he just turns to leave and says, that's why I warned you not to talk about Shinjuku the other day. Guys, we're just showing people footage. Grizzly stuff. I can see your ass, by the way. See, uh, uh, the important thing that wasn't in these notes is um, that when she's on the phone, she's also looking directly at him so she knows he's not on another phone talking to her. Or whatever. True, but, uh, but I kind of figured, you know, just taking the call implied that. Well, look. People who had listened to our podcast, because they're listening to our podcast, I can't trust them to infer that. Fair enough. You know, I... I think I think this uh, this scene would have been better if she just stared him down like unfazed instead of went, oh, no, I'm I'm naked. Yeah. Like the last part just kind of ruins the whole thing. Like before yeah. it's like, all right, this is kind of like on the line. But like there's cl- like she's ready uh-huh. to like stab him. So like they're playing it straight. Yeah. And then just the last line just drops the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because like she's a fucking terrorist. I mean, yeah. she should have just be, you know, it should be like the same thing where like, um. Shinji walks in on Ray coming out of the shower in Ava where she just doesn't react because right. I mean, for one thing, it would make her look Callan look more like a badass. Um, but nope, nope. She's got to be. Uh, oh, no, my girly. Bits. We were we were so close. I would like to issue a correction on behalf of Matt. Matt's opinion does not reflect the opinion of the podcast. And we think Colin is a freedom fighter. <laughs> I do interchangeably use the words terrorist and rebel in these notes. So. <laughs> I, I was just going by the notes we've been calling the group terrorists i think i have resistance in a couple places as well <laughs> well i mean they technically refer to themselves as terrorists at this point that's so good oh, to me look i mean look they're all it's a way, it's just them just self self negging like yeah we'll never accomplish anything that was such a stupid scene we'll God. get there I don't know. It's it's pretty Death Note. I mean, there there are ultra nationalists, right? <laughs> or nationalists yeah. of a sort. And yeah. then there's the extra extra nationalists that are also the military. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna learn that this whole political situation is so much weirder than we knew. Uh-huh. But for now, we just cut to a geist Sayoko holding a recorder with Lelouch's voice near a phone. She comes out of the trance and has no idea what just happened. This also explains why she didn't get the phone. As the two small talk on the way back, the pair enter in time to see the entire student council around a television, where Margrave Jeremiah, hey, we have his title, fancy, is making the announcement that Prince Clovis has been killed. We cut elsewhere to a resistance cell, and this is where we learn that all of these people are very bad at hiding their allegiance because every single resistance cell paints the Japanese flag on their walls or hangs one. <laughs> all of Callan's surviving teammates are watching this, also finding out about this for the first time, but they're none too pleased that they're now taking the blame. In like five minutes time, we're going to find one of them arguing over, see, I told you we should have taken credit for things days ago. Now we don't even get that. But suddenly... 
The broadcast is interrupted by even breaking her news. The suspect of the assassination that we just announced has been taken into custody. Everyone in the student council room recoils because it is an honorary Britannian, one private Suzuku Kururugi. We close on him being led through the streets in cuffs by a quartet of soldiers. Well, the screen actually says honored Britannian, which is very good to me. Yeah, the the subs and translation is really weird with that. I'm just going to stick with honorary because that's how it would work as a language. <laughs> that is the, it's the, so the easy to dunk on, but it seems so hard to translate so much incidental text. Shit just goes so fast in this show. So the thing is, for fan subs, I get it. They're doing it blind. They don't have any talk with the actual home office. The professional translation is supposed to have a guide from the actual writers that they work out. Here are terms that you will be using. Here is how you should translate them. Ask your questions now. I mean, probably I feel like point, at least this a fan was sub probably during the, the time context. where they just used the fan subs. <laughs> Maybe. I think this is a... F I don't know. I don't know when Crunchy went legit, but I feel like anything still on the site in 2023 is definitely an official license. Because I'm watching a version that has the dub on it. Yeah, but that... So they got that from the Crunchyroll merger, though. Or so the Funimation merger. Which means that that should have come from Funimation! <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, that takes us to episode four. His name is Zero. Oh, God, when they talk about what his name means... Ah, anyway... <laughs> Uh, we resume in an interrogation well, room and zero represents infinite possibility. <laughs> it's also that guy from Borderlands 2. I, I'm just going to say like, yeah, uh, sync status is at zero. <laughs> huh. uh, so. Suzuku is uh, looking a little worse for wear because, you know, he's being interrogated and uh, across the table from him uh, with the room framed by various guards surrounding the pair is Margrave Jeremiah, who is, um, you know, asking him the questions. And the murder weapon is on the table, sealed in an evidence bag. Apparently, uh, Suzuku fits a lot of the suspicious flags for the supposed assassin, as in he's Japanese. Uh <laughs> also, it doesn't help that his friend executed the emperor with his gun. Oh, was that his gun that he stole? Because I didn't catch that detail. I, I wasn't sure if it was fingerprints thing, right? Yeah, I thought it wasn't his gun. That's I thought he just like stole some dude's uh, gear when he went in to see Clovis. Yeah, that's not it his gun. You because know remember, gun it was actually is Violetta's gun. Oh, actually, you're right. He got it from her. Yeah, yeah that, that he did get that gun from her. And that's what I was like. Why didn't he just cap her? <laughs> because remember, Suzuku wasn't allowed to carry a weapon. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. can just spin kick. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, th this is absolute bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, look, they know it's bullshit. Yeah, it's just it should be much more obvious. So the kids, uh, apparently the son of the Japanese, the last of Japan's prime ministers. And uh, we, we talked about that earlier. And this explains why he was hanging out with an exiled prince. The claim is that his prints were on the gun, which we know isn't true however if he confesses they'll let him die um and i quote like a britannian not a filthy 11 fun 
And uh, Suzuki says, uh, there must be a mistake. And then he gets his face kicked in until he blacks out uh, for the outburst. Uh, because it's it's not an interrogation anyway. Not really. They're just trying to get a confession out of him. Uh, we see Lelouch uh, lifting his sister into bed. And uh, this just looks weird. Like... <laughs> The, the note says it's like a dry spaghetti noodle is lifting a boiled one. Yeah. These designs are not meant for these poses. That's true. No. Look, it was early on. They didn't know what they were doing. Her wheelchair has to be so tall to account for clamp legs. Yeah, clamp are so bad at characters. <laughs> Why did they get brought in for characters? I mean, are because they? Like, I, like every clamp show has the girl in a wheelchair. Do they? I know Chobits. Chobits, Angela Claire. Ray Earth doesn't have one, I don't think. Maybe just the, like, three I know. <laughs> with my skewed well, results. It's, <laughs> it's weird that it happened three times. That's true. <laughs> so, Lelouch, uh, very carefully, um, does not lie in response to answering Nanali's questions. Um, was that Suzaku on the news? Yes. Wow, we haven't seen him in ages. What they said wasn't true, right? Not at all. Um, inside the terrorist bunker, two men are arguing, and this is why I said we should release the statement days ago. Um, Did one she really his... say we haven't seen him in ages? <laughs> yeah, she actually... Yeah. I listened to it to go, is he lying? Because now I'm going to listen for that. <laughs> and, she, and she's just like, wow, we haven't seen that guy forever. Yes, the two of them together have yeah, not I seen him in forever. Oh, yeah, I know where Matt's going with that. And also, that just makes that statement funny on, like, five levels. Because, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Um, so one of the resistance terrorist people is pissed. Um, it's not pissed, then isn't innocent is evolved. But they, they couldn't take the credit themselves. Um, that night, Lelouch sneaks out to uh, Gies, someone... We don't know yet, and prepares a plan. I thought it was the dude that he was playing chess for. I don't know if it's someone we can identify. I presume this is whoever makes him the mask. Also true. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's the because they talk about, like, destroying about evidence mechanism. and stuff when it's done. Yeah, he, like, all he does is just, this guy goes, Yes, I'll do it, and then I'll forget everything. And that's it. We don't see... Yeah confirmation on follow-up okay. um so that's the next true. day he talks about the sliding mechanism at some point which is how we know it's the mask because of the eye thingy yep um Did so the he? next okay the next day lloyd and cecile are promoting that they no longer have a pilot for the lancelot uh, none of the other units ever let a pilot get away um besides his efficiency clocked in at 94 percent. what efficiency who the fuck knows but they have a chart they do have a chart they have so got, many like, random charts Look, I love Lloyd and Hell his techno yeah. babble. <laughs> I love a good chart. Um, their discussion, as well as a mirrored one between Lelouch and Shirley on campus, lets us know with Bartley's um, disgrace and Suzaku's arrest, the Purebud faction, which is um, those other two people whose names I immediately forgot. Uh, uh, Jeremiah and his assistant. but But basically just... The the people who are like, we're the noblest of nobles. Yeah. Britannian born only. They're like, this honorary stuff, this is dumb and we shouldn't do this. 
so let's be more racist with our racist. I got news for you. This is the most British thing in this series is the British would be more racist. Especially the nobility. <laughs> Nobody's objecting. Nope. Not wrong. Revolts comes up, interrupting the discussion on the student side, saying, Hey, Lelouch, classes are cancelled. You want to slip out and get in a rematch? Folks are asking about you. Shirley's once again playing good girl, shaming the duo for gambling, but Lelouch agrees, saying, I found a new opponent, someone more thrilling to play against. And the camera pans from this trio over to a nearby Colin, walking off campus towards the meeting her mysterious phone call assigned her. We see that the observation tower is the partially destroyed Tokyo Tower, the top chunk still torn off from the initial invasion. Uh, the structure is damaged, supplemented not by repairs, but scaffolding. To be fair, there is less to observe now. You don't need it to be as tall. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, the inside has been converted into a museum of the Britannian Conquest. Huge fucking own, by the way. Ah, oh, it's the, the, the voiceovers. The voiceovers yeah. are nuts. Yeah, yeah they're saying, Britannia's decisive victory over Japan opened the unenlightened nation's eyes to its true place in today's world order. I didn't transcribe it all, but that was a truly amazing sentence. I mean, <laughs> that's what we did. This is basically what we did. It's fine. Yeah, I know. I don't know <laughs> if our... I don't know if our descriptions are quite as over the top, but also... You kind of have to ramp it up as uh, satire. Well, that seemed to work out for Japan. IRL, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Callan begins wandering around the place, wondering what is going to happen. Elsewhere, we see that some of the terrorists have also been given a tip-off to arrive. They're much more paranoid about this, and they suspect this is a trap. As they're talking themselves into leaving, the PA system announces, Callan Kozuki of Ashford Academy, one of your belongings has been returned to the concierge. Please come and collect your belongings. The item in question is a phone she's never seen before. And she, as well as her fellow rebels, makes her way to the observation deck. Uh, they're in the background. They're playing up the role of ignorant tourists. It's some fun conversation. Oh, yeah, it's obviously due to Britannia we were able to rebuild as quick <laughs> as we did. <laughs> And the phone in her hands begins buzzing, where it tells her a call is incoming from Zero. And it We're is, just getting uh, to the point where it's just like, how much money did all of this cost to set up? Where is this money coming from? You mean like Lelouch's money? Yeah. Yeah, we know from he gambling. wins at gambling. Yeah. Does he really have this much from gambling to like get like a custom paint job phone? All right, here's the thing. That can't be that expensive, right? Lelouch is a noble. Give me a snap-over cell phone case, please. Do <laughs> you have yeah. those for razors? <laughs> Lelouch is a noble. Lelouch makes unknown amounts of money from beating the pants off of nobles in gambling. And have you seen that dude buy anything for their house? That room is barren. Probably because Nunley doesn't need to look at anything. And Lelouch seems like he's riding from Metal Gear Solid 2. You go into that dude's bedroom, the walls are barren. He doesn't pay for stuff. He, like, magic eye-powered the guy into getting a free <laughs> custom mask. 
That's true. Yeah, he's probably going to get a couple of weirder gadgets that way. And he's so many free Slurpees. <laughs> <laughs> but only only one per each 7-Eleven. You can no, only, no, no. Well, per, per employee at each 7-Eleven. No, you just no, have no, to no. start phrasing it weird to be like, you will always give me a free Slurpee when you see exactly. me. Exactly. Oh, Correct. there we go. I like that. <laughs> I am your friend, and you know I get the employee discount. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's Lelouch on the other side of the call. He's at the base of the tower. He says, uh, board the outboard train on line five. Bring your friends. And uh, we cut to Jeremiah behind a very official looking desk. Across from him, the snide blonde with the clipboard from the episode, the first episode, returns and we learn that he is uh basically the media man behind the scenes he's a he's a producer effectively there's a little bit of banter back and forth uh jeremiah gets to the point saying uh private uh Karugi is going to be transported to his execution tonight and uh the guy catches on quickly saying oh the streets should be lined with patriotic britannians on all sides Jeremiah's aide suggests that this may be a risky move because there are rebels who see Suzuku as some sort of folk hero already. And he cuts her off saying that he's going to be on guard with his own mech. He's going to be there in person. And, uh, you know, if anyone tries shit, he's just going to cap them. And Cal and her crew are now on the train. Zero calls the phone again and says, uh, he asks her, uh, hey, look out this side of the window. <laughs> look out that side of the window and it's 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 like that bus meme kind of where it's, it's like, literally the bus meme <laughs> it's for the bus meme it's the sad guy happy guy bus meme yeah 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 what's out the left uh, side oh that's all the lovely britannia building what's out the right side that's our culture being allowed to rot well look out the left window stupid <laughs> we need to make that edit somebody has to <laughs> at some point because it's so on the nose uh, and it's funny, it actually, I said, I said, I said that even before, even before I saw the note where you actually said this symbol. So we were on the same page. Uh, and he agrees with her, uh, like, Hey, yes, you have the right read on this situation and tells her to get to the uh, front car of the train. This is where I realized the rebels had the headbands because all three of the men are wearing them. And Callan is not cause she's still in student garb and it looks real weird without it. Yeah, she had a 4 plus 1 head. I don't think we mentioned that when she's in student mode, her hair is let down and limp, and when she's in rebel mode, she's got it spiked up like it's a bad bootleg Saiyan thing. It's true. She's going to change from the former to the latter by the end of this episode, and it's weird. That's true. Um... So, in the front car, a figure in all black is standing there with his back to the rebels. The car is otherwise emptied. Um, through the window at the rear, we can see everybody in the second car is gassed up, and then Lush then turns around in a <laughs> a drone fetish faceless mask. Uh, I'm just People reading the know. notes here. Okay. I don't know, so good for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and gives I'm not a putting that in the chat. Good. I also will not look it up. <laughs> is that really the worst thing that would have be put into recording text? To, no. Even today? Well, maybe today so far. Yeah, maybe today. <laughs> I don't know. I'm on a roll today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but you're putting stuff in the shit pit. Very different. 
Um, so he gives a big speech. It's basically the same thing he did on the battlefield. Smug lectures and demanding obedience from those he sees as beneath him, i.e. everyone. This time, though, in much less danger and outnumbering him, nobody has time for his shit. Show us your face if you want any trust. He laughs and he goes, all right, fine. You can see my face after I deliver you the impossible. Will that be enough to get your respect? Um, we cut elsewhere to another Japanese flagged resistance room. This branch seems to be the former Japanese military men, all ordered and uniformed. Older. These guys are like 50. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's an entire group of Mishimas is what's going on here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they even have a guy just sitting there with a sword in front of him. Like, I'm like, is he going to do the... Is he... <laughs> like, I was just ex half expecting it. Look, we both know someone is going to commit seppuku during this series, but it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> they don't want to blow their load no comment. too soon. Y you don't they have to comment. We that. know it's coming. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Someone is going to go Japanese honor to restore the people, probably on a camera. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the leader here, we find his full name later, um, Toto, a general who is known as the Toto of Miracles for his prowess in the invasion. Um, his men seem, <laughs> uh, seem to want to make a move and try to save uh, Suzaku, but Toto's take is nope, no way in hell we stay out of this. They only have a sword, they have robots. <laughs> Clearly, we'll just get him a robot with a sword, and then we're good. Because I found out why he has that name, looking this up, and it's like, yeah, this guy beat a fucking robot. With with just the sword? Well, without oh. any robots. Oh, oh, so, so he he pulled a, um, oh, fuck, what's his name from Xenosaga? <laughs> Jin. Yeah, he pulled a Jin. Pulled a gin. So that's why they call him a miracle worker, because he was the only general in the army to ever do that. Sick. God, Jin that is, is so sick. cool. <laughs> Except when he's a like, dork. It's it's painful to admit that Jin is cool, but Jin is cool. Uh, finally, we see Suzuku in a cell. He has a visitor, the ever chipper Lloyd. The boy requested information on if Lelouch or presumably the green-haired girl were among the casualty list, and Lloyd says, "I saw nothing of the sort on the rosters." Still, that's the end of the good news. Lloyd employs his trial is going to be a sham for the public. Definitely not a deep inquiry into his innocence. And Suzuku takes this in stride, saying, So be it. I have no regrets. On a bridge packed with civilians, a truck is transporting Suzuku under multiple frames as guard. Contrary to the expected, he's being transported in the open, tied to the top of a truck. Like he's a, like he's a Mad Max prisoner, basically. Yeah. In their lab, Lloyd and Cecile are bemoaning that despite the fact they can confirm their lad's innocence since he was with them or monitored by them the whole time, their testimony was deemed inadmissible. From their bunker, the remnants of Colin and Ogie's cell are watching the parade on TV, wondering what the three people who left can do against this whole spectacle. Your comment earlier made me realize, holy shit, Suzuku is totally going to be our Mishima, isn't he? The guy who's all about Japanese honor and restores the public. Does kind of have... Kind of. Kind of, Like, yeah. I, know, I know we're doing a White King, Black King thing here between Suzuku and Lelouch, but also, I'm just realizing, hey, Mishima actually kind of works as uh, his thing. And maybe the militants will actually go there more blatantly. Well, 
the the sad thing is that he's like his liberal insistence on doing it the right way through the existing procedures and channels. Yeah, but also, let's just see if he cracks during the season. Who knows? I get the I feeling. Yeah, yeah, two of you do. <laughs> I get the feeling there's going to be some hard choices on both sides. This feels like it. We get some quick cuts of various scenes. Nunnally watching on the portable TV. She's sitting in a dark room. They just didn't turn the lights on for her. <laughs> it's... Look! Are you gonna really pay extra for that? It's just They're incredibly royals. funny to me that this means that... They're not royals, that's the school vet! The maid parked her in this room with the device shut off the lights on the way out, and was just like, nobody's gonna notice. <laughs> She's not even around in case she calls. Who knows? Maybe it's nap time. I don't know. That's ah! what I do with my daughter. <laughs> I just put her in the crib and turn the lights off. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Matt, when they get a little older, it's just as easy. You just say, go take a nap or you're fucking grounded, and then they go take a nap. It's fine. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> See, if I told you that now, she just wouldn't understand. <laughs> Uh, the student council minus Lelouch or Callan are also parked in front of a screen, and we see Lelouch masking up in his big cape and mask combo somewhere. We didn't call out prior that- It looks cool. It's cool. Oh, I was going to say he's just a chess king. That's what this is. The yeah. The cape has big-ass shoulders yeah. that curve up around him to give it that little crown look. I just thought he looked like a Dracula. Uh, you know, name me a royal that doesn't look like a Dracula. Inbreeding does that. I mean, especially with the cape, but yeah. <laughs> Over the comms, the soldier <laughs> yeah, but... contacts Jeremiah leading the procession. Just uh, as no, predict- no, I'm just thinking like, oh, like there, there has to be like passed out royal jeans and you could just check someone if they're royalty by their incisors. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen British yeah. teeth? That tracks. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's what they do. It, when they when they offer their daughter in exchange for marriage, they check their teeth like it's a horse. <laughs> <laughs> that is canonically a thing that has happened in human history. Uh, that's where the phrase uh, "don't look a, a, a gift Brit in the mouth" comes from. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> they don't like that. They take it as a sign of aggression. <laughs> <laughs> Over the comms, a soldier contacts Jeremiah, who is leading the procession. Just as he predicted, a vehicle is trying to make its way onto the route, and just as he suggested, the troops let it through. The only wrinkle is that it's not just any vehicle, it is the deceased Prince Clovis's own car. Jeremiah calls the troops to a halt where they are on the bridge, puzzling onlookers across the nation. We zoom in on the prince's car, which is beelining straight for Jeremiah, Suzuku, and the convoy. Specifically, we zoom in to see that in a driver's cap and shades is Callan, who is pissing herself, not literally, and this is not the prince's car. It is a rickety imitation held together and dressed up to look the same at a distance. We then see a brief flashback. Of the four troops, only Callan and Ogi took zero at his word to participate. He goes... Eh, good enough. I can do three people. You know, it, it's unfortunate that this is an anime and not live action because I wanted to see the shittiness of this, like <laughs> like it's the fucking uh, train model in Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> like, the, the masking ooh. tape? Yeah, or just like the, the spray paint, the really shitty spray paint job. 
unfortunately, uh, it just looks it looks fine. I don't even know if you know what the real one looks like. Matt, damn, I wish this genocide was in live action. <laughs> they did not do a live action version of this at any point. I would imagine it'd be hard to, you know, with all the robots. That has not Based stopped. What happens later? It would be very, very expensive. That has not stopped other series that got very stupid with it, is all I'm going to say. Okay. Sure. Live action uh, Full Metal Alchemist happened. Live action Attack oh, on yeah. Titan happened. Oh, did it? Oh, God. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, if you thought the Hillary Clinton Titan looked bad in anime. <laughs> I think it looked appropriate. You know the one. I think it looked appropriate. You know the one. <sighs> anyway, we return to the bridge. Uh, the quote unquote princess car gets within range of the cameras and Callan stops. The Britannian livery suddenly catches fire and goes up to reveal Zero standing atop the car, mask, cape and all. Hell yeah. The public can see this. And uh, yeah, what what a, so, so theatrical this whole thing is pretty great from a theatric standpoint Uh uh yeah yeah uh so the public can see this commentators are wondering what's going on the feed is going out live everyone's like what the fuck jeremiah makes his move first saying uh he's seen enough and he fires a shot into the air and the signal leads to four more frames dropping down around the car surrounding in all directions uh, he orders Zero to remove the mask, and Lelouch moves his hand to pull at it, but instead he raises it and snaps his fingers. And suddenly the rest of the sham car collapses, and instead of, uh, you know, say, a transparent box where the Pope would be, there is <laughs> a <laughs> there is the giant poison gas capsule that the girl was stored inside, but it looks like it would have poison gas in it. And... Uh, yeah, this is the one that Callan and crew had stolen previously. So the guy blew up the truck that episode. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah. the and then like the top of the roof or whatever, like whatever the roof, yeah, uh, like explosion the, went the road up. above them should have fallen down on them. Yeah. Apparently I've never seen a more shapely charge. Yeah. <laughs> check out the shape. Check out the shape of that charge. Uh, (laughs) Draw me like one of your French charges (laughs) (laughs) That's World War II in a nutshell pretty much Uh, But anyway yeah this fucking thing Completely unscathed uh, Perfectly fine So there you go Uh, So apparently uh, the dude is just uh, Quote unquote the worst suicide bomber in history I'll say it on record It didn't injure anyone 10 feet away It didn't destroy its own cargo it might not have killed that guy. If he comes back, I won't be shocked. Isn't that the same guy? These notes were brought to you by someone who hasn't seen Four Lions. You're right. I haven't. So now I'm really curious. Oh, you're going to... You would love that movie. Okay, I'm going to make a note right now. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that, and I'm like, I, I don't know. This could be real. This could be good, or this could be real, real bad. It's really, it's really fucking good. Okay. What 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 of the terrorist dies running back with a bag full of bombs? He's excited about wearing his suicide vest and trips over a wall and explodes and kills several sheep. It's very good. Uh huh. 
This sets off all of Britannian's troops on edge. As far as anybody but General Bartley knows, that capsule really did contain poison gas. They're now in an area packed with Britannians who will be decimated if it goes off. Um, inside the news truck, the blonde man is pissed that the crew can't get a good view on Zero and the drama. He grabs a camera on his own and makes his way out into the streets um, between the legs of the Britannian frames and starts capturing the scene himself. There's some back and forth, and as Zero explains, he'll make a trade. The capsule for the convict. Jeremiah says he won't allow the prince's assassin to get away. And Zero just goes, that guy didn't kill the prince, I did. Um, the crowd goes all, ah, ooh, what a shock. And as Zero <laughs> continues on, uh, the blonde is extremely loving this shit. Um, he catches on that uh, Zero is just playing this as one big performance. And that, the quote, the camera loves it. If it wasn't a murder investigation, this is what Death Note would have been like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, there's so much Death Note in here. Yeah. yeah. And it's sick. <laughs> it's uh, Death Note except someone is allowed to fuck up every once in a while. Also true. Yeah. Because Light was not put on the back foot as much outside of the last five episodes as Lelouch has been in four. Yeah. Lelouch keeps uh, keeps going. How about it, Jeremiah? The life of one lowly eleven for the safety of scores of Britannian citizens. Uh, seems like a bargain, if you ask me. Um, the masked man taps his foot on the hood of the car as Callan begins slowly driving forwards towards the convoy. As the mechs focus rifles on Zero, he keeps talking. I wouldn't do that if I were you, Jeremiah. If I die, everything goes public. And people will learn about orange. This fucking enormous flex. Love this. Yes. Uh, the crowd, the crowd and soldiers just begin. I'm like, oh, what's that? Nobody knows what that means, but now everyone wants to. Uh, and as the car pulls up right in front of Jeremiah's lead mech, Lelouch flicks a switch that opens a single compartment in his mask, allowing his eyeball to show through. And he gases the Margrave into allowing the exchange. Uh, what follows is. Uh, fairly like controlled chaos. All the troops are wondering what the hell happens, but Jeremiah keeps insisting at the barrel of his gun that they are trading the prisoners over. I love that he just repeats exactly what Lelouch said, which was let them go with all your might, which is a very goopy way to phrase that. The vehicle has one more surprise up its sleeve as part of the car turns into a uh, like shitty frame that fires out a cable and tarp before just like destructing. Uh, Zero snaps his fingers one more time, and surprise, the capsule had Izuku Midoriya inside of it, and purple smoke just vents out everywhere, uh, and everyone just fucking freaks and runs off. This lets Zero, Kallen, and the now-traded-for Suzuku leap off the bridge, um, be their fall being slowed by the tarp as they fall through the tarp into a vehicle that Ogi is in the controls of. Just a single frame hops over the side in pursuit. And fires some shots at the transport, but Jeremiah follows it down and says in no uncertain terms, Are you gonna obey my orders? Or am I gonna kill you right fucking now? He's so extra. <laughs> and like it's so extra that it this must whole have been thing rocks. The thing is, it should be extremely suspicious to everyone being like, Why are you so aggro about this out of nowhere? It's weird. I can't wait to see what the actual aftermath of this move is, because having just be planted wild. an entire fake conspiracy in the public and then seeing one of the hardliners go all right he's we gotta keep a secret we gotta keep a secret and also uh -huh. he doesn't remember it 
Yes. This is going to be good. I and, hope. and then also it gets completely undone by the end anyway. <laughs> All this was for nothing. Yeah. Oh, shit. Matt. Everything in all animes is for nothing. I mean, yeah, we're all going to die and life is meaningless, and we know. That's right. We That's we did right. three episodes, three seasons, <laughs> three seasons of LST about it. <laughs> yeah, but good news. It turns out we're all going to come to France. We then find out that uh, they got away. In the ghettos, the rebels have reunited. Oki's, Oki's with his troops out front, and he's just sitting down with his head in his hands like, I never thought we could do more than just resist these guys, but maybe this guy can actually win a war with Britannia. Uh, we hear a name drop of the Japanese Liberation Front. Presumably, that's the group of the military men we saw. I believe there's that, but it also shows another organization somewhere in here as well. Got it. I did not catch that yet, so I'll keep an eye out in future. Yeah, um, it was the scene where it showed, like, the one... Um, the one girl uh, dressed up in, like, the very formal kind of Japanese outfit. Okay. I forget where it is, but it's somewhere in there where it shows these two two different uh, groups. It's probably during one of the montages of people watching the yeah. parade. I love that they're just the Symbionese Liberation Army also. Like, in every way. Mm. I kind of love that it's not... The the rebels are absolutely good at their job. It's like, no, these guys are no. fucking up. They keep trading so many lives for so few victories. They, dude, they fucking they are worse than the weather underground at this. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so while the rank and file are discussing out front, Zero has taken Suzuku into the back and removed him from his restraints. Still in the mask, Lelouch asks his friend. So, you've seen how corrupt Britannia is. Will you help me? Will you join my cause? So, what follows is a back and forth between these two uh, teenagers. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) They're teens! They're in high school! (laughs) Anyway, uh, Suzuku asks if uh, Zero was uh, telling the truth, if he was the real assassin, and uh, Zero says, yep, I did that shit, and said, uh, this is a war. Why would I not kill an enemy commander when the opportunity arose? Uh, The man in white says that uh, he's seen and heard enough. He won't join Zero because, (laughs) like Chris said, he's a lib. And he (laughs) knows that uh, a man like this only cares about the results. Doesn't matter about what means he uh, uses to get the end. And to him, the means actually matters because, (laughs) quote, if I'm going to fight the system, I'll do it from within, changing Britannia by honest means. (laughs) Big jerk off motion. Uh, So Zero states that uh, his way... It's not how big your jerk off is. It's how you use it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Two hands just to get around it. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Two hands, like like three feet away. That's how you do it. (laughs) We're just doing a Silicon Valley bit in audio now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no, I just can't can't think about um. What was it? I think it was an American Pie movie where I think it was Stifler who says that my dick is eleven inches around. <laughs> that that phrase has lived in my brain for a long time now. I know I'm going to have to revisit those movies for the Pop Punk podcast at some point, and I'm not looking forward to it. 
do Euro Trip. You'll be disappointed, but oh, not as much Euro as Trip is good. Euro Trip, I will still stand by. I watch that one regularly. Uh, there's some, oh really? <laughs> right. There's a there's couple of that jokes in it. Well, in Euro there's Trip. a couple of jokes in there, but it's basically proto always sunny. <laughs> God. Anyway. Yes, Zero states that uh, his way proceeded to both save Suzuku's life and avoid additional civilian harm. And Suzuku, continuing to walk out, says that it doesn't matter. He has a court martial to attend in an hour. And this is where I go, take the fucking mask off, you idiot. (laughs) Just show your fucking face and he would stop. Probably. Here's the thing. I don't think he would. He would report him. No. Yeah, that's exactly it. He knows he cannot trust anyone with this identity because in theory Callan would absolutely go oh shit okay we can team up you've showed your thing but that also means someone has that information on him and might think i can trade this to save my skin it, yeah it also makes her harder to manipulate mm-hmm. yeah i was about to say like at, like worst comes to worst he can do the eye thingy and make him forget well he can't on her but That's he, the they, thing. he burned the one you know what i mean on I think very limited resource. No, did he use it on Suzuku? That's what I'm no, saying. Yeah, it was, no, he was he talking about uh, Callan in this case. So, yeah, that okay. one's burned. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, you can't use it on Callan anymore. <laughs> that seems like a really high risk to, like, I guess he didn't know at the time that he only had one shot at it. Yep. Um, no, because everyone else he did it to, he either shot right in the face or stole their thing and drove off saying later, nerd. Or told them to shoot themselves in the face. Yeah. Yes. Uh so true. Actually he aims it at his neck. I saw that the I saw it in the last time. That on. was like, still such a really weird choice, but I guess they probably didn't want to like make it look realistic, yeah. <laughs> Surely but, Persona 3 was out by now. <laughs> Not I yet. don't actually know if it was. Let me check. When when was this? Okay, so P three was uh July two thousand six. This started in October 2006, so yeah, simultaneous. Interesting. Anyway, so Lelouch claims that Suzuku is a fool, walking into a courtroom, determined to convict him for a crime he was innocent of, and Suzuku shrugs it off, saying, an old friend always called him an idiot as well, but he knows if he doesn't show, if he doesn't fall on his sword, uh, it's only going to swing down on some random citizens of the districts instead. He said, uh, innocent 11s, honorary Britannians, people who did nothing will suffer in my place as if they weren't already suffering in other ways. But also, people who are honorary Britannians definitely did stuff wrong. They're honorary Britannians for a reason, my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. We're talking about a dude who thinks that being cannon fodder is the good path. They Mm -hmm, literally don't let him have a baton and send him into areas that would probably get him shot. Uh And he's just like, this is the way. This is service for my country. Taking the name of another country. This is radicalism. But Suzuku would have a pussy hat. Yes. These are going to be such horrible things that I just turn into episode art this season. I just need you yes. to know that. Yeah. Oh boy. That's fine. My one regret is that you can only have one per. Suzuku literally is coming. like, hey, I'm late I'm late for brunch. <laughs> uh and brunch being his um court martial. His trial. 
Yeah. Uh, so the last thing he says before leaving is, uh, thank you for saving my life anyway. The one that he's going to throw away. Mm-hmm. We have one last scene. Uh, not only in the dark, uh, still listening to the broadcast, the commenters say Suzaku has turned himself into the authorities and discussion is so zero. Let the guy go. Who knows? Um, the charge uh, private Kusaragi was being held on cool has room. been uh, confessed by another. So he might even be acquitted and uh, not only turns it off relieved um, and then, as the door clicks open behind her, she calls out Miss Sayoko. But here we see the figure who has just walked in is the dead girl from the first episode, the green-haired one. Oh, snap. What's anyone thinking so far? Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm still down with the show. It's so weird. I yeah. I, I just can't get over how crazy the pacing is and how all over the place it is i mean it's fun there's definitely fun to be had here i just can't take it seriously at all even as like a so bad it's so good normal anime for this podcast matt i mean like when we're coming off a death note like this just feels weaker in so many ways in terms of like pacing this is death note on meth in that it is definitely going to lose track of some details Right. And also, uh-huh. it's probably going to convince itself that it wasn't lying when it told you bullshit to your face. But you know what? It's still got that same vibe. It's just fallen on hard times. Hey, you know what? They're correct. No one cares, actually. It's fine. Like, there there are three different shows in here that have been mixed up together, and then the spaghetti was thrown at the wall. And that's what... It, but but it all somehow, they tried Don't to make it all stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't know, man. I don't know if this show is going to be, end up being for me, but hey, it's a hell of a ride. Here's the thing. Good thing, good thing you're trapped here. <laughs> <laughs> this is my fault. I, did this I very much love that this is not apologetic for what it's doing so far. No, it's, it's not. going to throw something at the wall, look you dead in the eye like a cat and go, yeah, I did that. What now? And then because you don't have anything to do but sputter, it's gonna just throw something else. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. The show knows you think it's cool and we'll keep doing it. Like, the show hasn't even really even taken off yet. No. That's the wild thing is you, y'all keep teasing that it's gonna even get crazy. And I'm like, it's already insane. Like, like this is kind <laughs> of just set up still. Like, this is all just like drops in the bucket. God. Have you seen the fucking splash art for the next one, by the way? Yep. No? I do watch the previews. Okay. I do, but I forget. So. Also, I guess now we'll that say. she's shown up, I can stop dancing around knowing about CC. Yeah, or C2, however you want to go about it. Yeah, yeah no, I... I'm, I'm just going to go CC because I'm going to have to write yeah. this. That's fine. The pizza jokes will make themselves. <laughs> I, I'm just glad that she's not dead dead question mark because like her getting capped at the beginning of the show i'm like really we're gonna do this <laughs> oh god i can't even make i can't even make the perfect joke for this because you're not there yet in another series great uh, okay <laughs> i think any of you i don't know if any of you have gotten to a certain point in a currently running series oh i don't watch currently uh, running manga things, or so. anime 
I know you're trying not to spoil it. Uh, manga and anime, it just had an adaptation. I think oh, I know what okay. you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. Yeah, I, no, I haven't gotten there. Yeah. I, I need to get on the jump app is what I need to do. You do. Drop that $2. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, with that, who wants to plug what? Matt. Oh, shit. Uh, Lightning Strikes Thrice. It's our jrpg games club podcast uh we're wrapping up final fantasy VIII. about good video games uh we're doing wolf stride after that well they're doing wolf stride i won't be there uh i've started my first run mm-hmm. uh we're also we've also got boku no stop premium where we just started serial experiments lane that should be up soon after uh after this goes so up. bad to talk about with matt specifically <laughs> probably have any of you seen lane before yes yeah. i haven't so this is all new to me yeah, i meant i meant john, john hasn't oh <laughs> okay. so, so two out of three two out of three are, are brand new to this and have no idea what's going on this is gonna be good i think the scene i'm thinking of is in the next episode you cover i now have to check okay okay anyway yeah, we uh it with the nightclub siberia <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay yeah you did you did end on the scene i was thinking of okay okay uh-huh uh-huh uh anyway uh beyond that you can read my yuri manga reviews uh on okazu uh okazu.yurikon.com or you can check out my uh Yuri focused blog. Uh, oh my God, they were bandmates. Uh, OMG bandmates dot wordpress dot com. If you care to read uh, more detailed thoughts on uh, a specific series that I really like. Garrett. Uh, I very occasionally talk about Common Rider with two of my pals at journey through dot com where we're in the middle of Blade. I'm going to say it's the middle now. You are. It's like twelve and thirteen through. Yeah, I, that's true. And Chris, I'm gonna plug the concept of logging off. Check it out. This from you. <laughs> I'm gonna go log off right now. I'm gonna go fucking do a puzzle. Eat it. <laughs> I'm gonna drink Tecate and do a jigsaw puzzle of a beholder. You're jealous. Your day isn't as good as mine. To be fair, I'm going to go directly from this into recording about a 30-track album. So, yes, oh, my no. day is not going to be as good as yours. Ooh, yeah, even Chris winced at that. Oh, uh, which which one? What album is this? Uh, Telethon's The Grand Spontanean. And speaking of 2023, we'll be back in two weeks with episodes 5, 6, and whatever the hell is the deal with the most anime woman in the cast. See ya! Oh my god, I was... I'm so Jeez. tired. I was like, holy shit, is it almost New Year's? <laughs> <laughs> God. Hmm. Uh, peace. peace.